Texas Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen showplace. America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just $36.80. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more of this. Venetian Stairs, the solution for all your stairway installation needs. Gardner and Martin Flags and Flagpoles. Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Hardy Plank Specialist, Guardian Roof Systems, for all your roofing needs. Axiom Solar, the Texas Authority on Renewable Energy. Todd Tremonti's Home Selling Team, home of the seven-day sale. And now, broadcasting live from the floor and decor studios, here's Jim Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvements, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton, here to help you out. 713 212 5874. That's 713-212-5874. Hey, if you're outside the Houston area, I'm not leaving you out. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is going to be made possible by Floor and Decor, Texas' largest selection and the lowest prices guaranteed. That's where you can find all your hard floor surface needs. I mean, it's just a great store to go to. That's floor and decor. But it's Saturday. Our primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. So pick up the phone. Give me a call. 713-212-5874. And I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, you can check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find all kinds of helpful information and links to sponsors and people who can truly help you out. Again, that's at thipro.com. But on Saturday, our primary thing is to take your calls and answer your questions. So pick up the phone. Give me a call again, 713-212-5874, and I will see what I can do to Help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Dan in Houston, what can I do for you? I have a question on a pier and beam house that I'm planning on building. And I, my wife, we're going to have wood floors on it. But in the kitchen, we would like ceramic floors. What kind of subfloor would you suggest we go down if we are going to use ceramic floors in the kitchen or in the bathrooms? It'll depend on what's underneath there. I mean, typically, if you're going to put ceramic down on a wood floor like that, you need to have a good inch and a quarter, inch and a half base of okay. wood under it. Mm-hmm. So, so you're, if, you're, you're suggesting maybe a, a, a four-by-eight sheet of plywood, or should we use boards? Well, what's down there right now? We don't have anything. We're building the home. We're, we're oh, you're the building the home. Yeah, oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, Okay, home. I'm sorry. Without uh-huh. question. You're going to put plywood down okay. on top of the plywood. Okay. You will put a ba- a concrete backer board. Concrete backer board, okay. And then your tile can go on that. What thickness of plywood would you suggest? 
if I was building from scratch myself like this, I would have two layers of plywood totaling an inch and a half. About an inch and a half. Okay. All right. That was my question. And for, um, uh, do you know, and someone told me that we are planning on having nine foot ceilings. I know that's an odd number, but do they sell or can you order nine foot, uh, two by fours or two by sixes for the walls? Because we're planning on putting two by sixes around the perimeter for insulation purposes. But, uh, I don't want to go in and have them cut a foot off of each one of the boards in order to get us a nine foot ceiling. And I know eight and ten is pretty standard and common. Right. Can you order a nine foot if you're ordering X amount or do they make it in that in that type size? You know, I am sure you can order it that way. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna find that everybody's gonna just take the ten footers and cut them. Okay. All right. Probably easier to do it that way, right? Mm. Yep. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. You have a Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, our number, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. And, yes, you will hear us say Merry Christmas here on Texas Home Improvement. We are not a politically correct show. We're going to... We're going to stick with the holidays the way they were meant to be. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be traveling over the holidays, we just sent out our newsletter yesterday giving you some tips on what to do to your house before you travel. Uh, there are things that you need to take care of, like shut the water off. If you're going to be, you know, if you're leaving for the weekend, I know we all leave the water on. But if you're leaving for a week or two weeks or in any type of extended period of time, shut the water off. You never know when a pipe breaks. You never know if we're going to have a freeze. I can remember, I don't know, 30 years ago, one Christmas, we had a major freeze where pipes were freezing up in the attics and stuff. And, uh, oh my gosh, what a mess when they started thawing out. So make sure you shut the water off. There's just many things like that that you need to do. Take care of making sure that you're not getting the newspaper delivered. Have your mail put on hold. Shut the water heater off when you shut the water off to the house. All these are just little tidbits of information. Should you be getting our newsletter, would have been in the newsletter for you. If you want to get our newsletter, go to thipro.com. And on the upper right-hand corner is a spot where you can click and sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. And that's the kind of stuff we have in it. So uh, it's just, like I said, tidbits of information to, to help you out. Now, if you get, if you got a question, 713 713- Two one two five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. We're gonna head up to Spring, Texas. What can I do for you? Hello. Yes, ma'am. Oh yes. I was wondering if you could help me out. My back door. I know it needs. Um, oh, what is that insulation? thing or whatever it is. Weather stripping? Weather stripping, yes. I couldn't think of it for a minute. That's okay. But I know it needs that. But my problem is like the bottom of the uh, door Uh is starting to peel the paint and I don't, it doesn't feel like it's soft or rotten or anything. But is there somebody that could fix that? 
Well, there are companies who specialize in doing weather stripping and doors and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, so, yes, the answer is yes, it could be worked on. Uh, as far as the condition of yours, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know because I haven't seen it, if, if it can be worked on and saved or if it should just be replaced. Okay. Now, uh, is there somebody you recommend? Call Victor's Remodeling and Construction. Okay. And he can, yeah, he would def- he would be able to help you out with that. 832-243-9997. Okay. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Take care. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Harley, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? Hey, man. Happy Galladay's. You as well. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you as well. I feel like people uh, don't say that enough this time of year. And so, I don't typically jack with the happy holiday stuff. Uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> exactly. So I'm my wife and I. I'm 27. Uh, we both work in the petro industry. We're we're saving and planning towards building our first house together, and we're developing it all doing all that type of stuff. And we're looking at using the insulated concrete forms for the walls. Yeah. Um, I know they use those in a lot of industrial settings, but what do you feel about that being used in a, in a residential setting for a house? Oh, there's ab- absolutely nothing wrong with it. Okay. Uh, I've actually uh, used it before on pier and beam to pour the perimeter concrete beam. Okay. It works extremely well. Um, and the nice thing is you can't ask for a stronger house or a better insulated house. Okay. And that that was what I, I had read, and I actually – I have a friend who uh, built a house up in Arkansas, and he utilized that for all the exterior walls of the house. Um, I just – I wanted to really get an expert's advice on it. But my, my next question is, is what's the longevity on something like that? Forever. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's I it's it's so. concrete. It will it will definitely outlast you and me good. combined. Oh, okay. Well, good deal. Well, cool. Thanks, man. Have a merry Christmas. Now, the, I will tell you the only downside to doing okay. a construction of that because there are a couple downsides. If you ever go to do some remodeling, there is no just moving walls or you can cut holes in it, you know, to put windows in and stuff like that. But it is a, a pretty major thing to do that. If okay. you ever want to run new wires, it's a pretty big pain to do. Um, beyond that, uh, the only other factor that you have to take into account is sheer cost. Okay. Well, it is, we we're, we're saving very well, and we we kind of we, we have attempted to factor that into the cost, and we know that when we get ready to build the house, we'll we'll be able to afford that. We just wanted to make sure that. It was absolutely worth the money is, is the biggest thing. Yeah, you're going to find that the house is going to be sealed up very well, extremely energy efficient. So when they size your AC unit for it and stuff, I mean, your electric bill is going to be virtually nil. Okay. So, you know, with a standard brick-and-mortar house, they, they put weep holes into the house. Um, but with something Not like with this, this, with an ICBS, would nope. you do that? No, you won't have to deal with any of that kind of stuff. Well, good deal. Cool. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. 
250 strands of light. I told you you had too many plugs in one outlet. Merry Christmas from Texas Home Improvement. Here's more with Jim Dutton. And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place with locations throughout Texas. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. Let's head straight into the calls. Uh, Delicia, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yes. Hi, sir. How you doing today? I am doing wonderful. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you for asking. Um, my home improvement question is, okay, I have windows, and they say they have to special order them, but when my house was broken into, like, almost like two times, they uh-huh. broke the windows out. And so I was trying to get them replaced without having to spend like $1,000. What company would you recommend for something like that? Oh, call America's Choice Windows. American Choice. Could you give me that number? You bet. 713-482-8902. Okay. I have two more questions. Okay. One is I have um, ceramic tiles on the floor, but Uh they didn't glaze them or something like that, so they don't look shiny. So I was trying to get somebody that could glaze them, that knew what they was doing, but that wouldn't cost me a fortune. Well, you want a lot, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, if the glaze on the tile isn't done right, that's something that gets done in in an oven where it's actually baked. So it's not something that can be added to it after the floor is installed. However, there are coatings that they can put over the floor. Uh, if you'll go to floor and decor. Floor and decor, okay. Yep, uh, the, and they've got several locations. Uh, they'd be able to give you some products that you can put on there. Okay. Am I Take asked? a picture of the tile. To uh, If you don't, by chance, you have any of the tile? Um, I don't have any extra left over. Okay, make sure you take a picture in with you. Okay. All right. And my last question is, okay, I want to put a burglar bar fence around my whole house. So okay. That seems to be quite expensive. And one person told me it'd be like almost 2000 for each corner and then for the front that it would be like 3000 So I was trying to see, is it possible that I could get that done Well, Well, I'm sure you can always find stuff cheaper. The question is, is it going to be as good and hold up? Hmm. And, you know, I haven't seen what this guy was proposing for you either, so I can't say that that was a good or or bad price. But I can tell you metal fences are extremely expensive just simply because steel prices are up right now. And oh, as, as okay. you know, it's kind of like a commodity item as it goes, as the raw material cost goes up, so does the the cost of having finished products like what you're looking for. So it's okay. really going to be a matter of just shopping around to a couple of fence places uh, that do that work and go with one that you're comfortable with. I, I will tell you that does sound a little bit pricey uh, for the corners. 
Okay. And do you recommend any uh, by chance that you would know? Not that do that kind of work, no. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a Merry Christmas. You too. Bye-bye. Again, our number is 713-212-5874. Urban, what can I do oh, for you? I'm awesome. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Okay, my my question is, like I heard you say this actually like a few months ago about shutting the water off when you leave home, especially if you're going to be gone over three days. Right. So uh, my wife... Every time we get ready to go somewhere, she's like, honey, you shut the water off? I'm like, not yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but my question is, when I shut the water off outside, should I go back in and cut the faucets and stuff on and let the water run out? I wouldn't worry about that. Okay. okay. And, and the main reason I say that, if, if a pipe breaks, uh-huh. it's going to be such a small amount of water that would come out of those pipes, it's not going to okay. do anything to worry about okay well thank you that's the only question i have and i love listening to your show and of course when i get ready to do some home improvements i will be calling you back all right well i appreciate that thank you so much sir have a merry christmas same to you again our number 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. That's where you can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. It's on the upper right-hand corner, as well as you'll find connections to all our different sponsors you hear me talk about. And there's our membership-only site there that you can check out, thipro.com. We're going to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. And this portion of Texas Home Improvement is being made possible by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. Go to our website, thipro.com. Click on the link to James Hardy Siding. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, it's 866-937-0003. Jane, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, um, thanks for taking my call. I actually just moved to this area um, within the last couple of months, and I'm really glad I found your show because the house I bought has had a lot of surprises for me. And um, most recently I learned that my bathroom vents, the exhaust uh-huh. fans are not there. There's ducting attached to the vents themselves with the bathroom ceiling in the attic. And it trails off over by the eave of the house, but it actually then just lays there. It doesn't connect to anything or exhaust out of the house. So I'm needing to get that vented properly, and I'm really, really scared um, because I I don't want to penetrate my roof. Um, I'm probably going to have to um, not do it myself but find a contractor, but it's 
just a matter even of finding one that I trust to penetrate my roof. I'm scared to death of mold. I have um, here in Texas, we don't typically penetrate the roof with those. Okay, what do we do? Uh, well, it went over to the soffit vent. Uh, is there is, is over to the soffit rather? Is there a vent there by the soffit? In the no, soffit? It's, no, it's just laying there. And I looked up in the soffit and like to see if there was any sort of venting uh, apparatus that it just needed to be connected to. And I have no, no, no. What I'm what I mean is there is there a vent screen in the soffit itself for ventilating the attic? Yes. Okay. That is very common in Texas where they just bring the vent right over to that for the air to go out. If you want to put uh, any type of apparatus, you know, as far as to connect it to, to push the air better outside, you would literally just put it in the soffit there. Really? There's, so yeah, there's, not, it's not a major thing. It's not nothing to worry about. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, that's. I guess where, where, it makes did, me feel better to hear that, but I, I mean, I grew, I live in Texas. I mean, I've always lived in Texas, up in Austin, and I just moved okay. to the Houston area. And up now, there, you, but you know, the problem with Austin is we got too many people outside. there from California nowadays, and so they, they, they've kind of messed up the buildings up there. I'm teasing you. The, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not uncommon for it to be put in the way that it is on your home. Is it right? No. But it's not uncommon. But really, all you'd have to do is get a regular vent, and they make a regular vent for that. Okay. Cut a hole, and you just get a hole cut in the soffit, hook the pipe up, that vent pops into it, and you're done. Really? And there's no concern with the steamy air just coming right back up into that eave? Like, I don't want my eave to get moldy. No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, that's a lot easier fix than I expected, so thank you for your help. Oh, not a problem at all, and hey, welcome to Houston. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. And we're on in Austin as well. I mean, uh, we're on a uh, actually a couple of stations in Austin. Uh, one of the stations you can pick us up on is uh, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin. So, you know, if somebody's traveling back and forth, you can you can still get us there. 713-212-5874. Seven four. Let's talk with Earl. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yes. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, first of all. You as well. Uh, yes. A uh, question about drainage and uh, a sink. It's not stopped up, but it's slow. It's a double sink in the master bathroom, and I think it's also uh, the uh, the overflow from the air conditioning. I put in some pretty harsh uh, product, and then so doing it. Messed up the little O-rings and the plunger and I had to replace those. Wondering if you have a, a better way or a better product to use that is not so caustic. And the second question is, um, upstairs in the attic, uh, to, um, clean out the, uh, the, um, the overflow lines. Do you put what vinegar in that or, or a small amount of bleach or what? Uh, to okay. wash those lines out. We'll, we'll start with that one since we're already there. Bleach is what you would put in there. Okay. Straight bleach? Yeah. And and it doesn't take a whole lot. Put a, just a cup or two in there is all. Okay. Uh, as far as in the sinks, you said it was a double sink. Are both sides plugged up or just one? Uh, one more than the other. Okay. And the reason I ask that is it tells me kind of where the where the problem is. Now, there's two problems that happen with sink. One is where the 
uh, stopper goes down, yeah. it, it'll build up a black gunk in there. And it'll get to the point where the sink will just hardly drain. Uh-huh. And for that, I typically will just take out the stopper, spray some uh, scrubbing bubbles down there, and use a toothbrush to clean that area out. And it'll f- flow on through just like it's supposed to. You'll find sometimes that it's it's caked up with hair. and just It's just a black gunk, though, that needs to come out. Uh, as far as going further in the line, really all you need to get is one of these little hand crank snakes. Okay. Uh, you can get it at... Uh, Ace Hardware, and literally you push it down in the line, crank it out, and it'll get down there to wherever the stoppage is and free it up. Typically, the stoppage is going to be right there where the the two sinks join together underneath and go into the wall. Okay. And where they go into the wall and drop down is is typically where you're going to find the stoppage. So one of those little hand crank snakes that has a 10-foot cord on it is all you need. Okay, great. Very helpful. I appreciate it. And, and typically, show. and just to tell you up front, typically the chemicals, uh, and not to name names or anything, but stuff like liquid plumber and all that kind of stuff typically doesn't do a darn thing for you. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for the tip. Enjoy the show very much. Thank you, sir, and have a Merry Christmas. And you. Goodbye. And, and you know, it, it, and, and I'm not saying anything bad against those things because I'm sure they cut down on some of the buildup and and things like that. But usually, once you've got a clog that's really not draining right, usually you got to go ahead and snake it out to get it going the way it's supposed to be. So with that, we're gonna get get ready to take a quick break here. Seven one three two one two five eight seven four. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Merry Christmas from Texas Home Improvement. Here's more with Jim Dutton. Hey, thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement. And like I said earlier, all over the state of Texas on stations like WOAI 1200 in San Antonio, KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, in Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM in Dallas, Texas, 8.20 a.m. WBAP, and of course, right here in Houston, KTRH, 7.40 a.m. Appreciate each and every station for carrying the show, and hey, I appreciate everybody listening to the show as well. With that, let's get ready and head back to the call, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. Diana, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hey. Take my call, Mr. Jim. Um, I have a 1920s house, and we've owned it for like 20 years, and I really need to start fixing it, but I don't know where to start. Well, you got to start with the core stuff first. Uh, you like know, you want to check. Well, leveling is a big one. You want to okay. check your water pipes. Make sure that those are all good. Your electric system. Make sure the frame is good. The roof is good. Then you start doing all the cosmetics, the the sheetrock, the painting, the flooring. Okay, so leveling the house isn't the first thing because, well, I've been puzzling over this for 20 years because my husband's been going to fix it for 20 years. Um, 
I always, I, I, I was thinking that, but I wanted to ask somebody, and I was so glad I tuned into your show today. Oh, not a problem. Now, leveling, you know, whether you do, and I own a foundation repair company, Do West Foundation Repair. That's my family business. Oh yeah. And so, whether you do, whether you do the foundation first or the electrical, or plumbing, doesn't really matter. But that's part of the core stuff that has to be done. Okay. Okay. And um, um, there you go. Do I need like someone like 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 an interior decorator or designer? I don't know the, even the right word. Because, like I said, it's a 1920s house. I mean, some of the old nails are like horseshoe nails. Yeah. And, you uh, know, I want to kind of remodel. And I think when this house was original, there was an outside kitchen, which is no longer there. Okay. You would only need to bring in somebody like that if you're wanting to do mm -hmm. some some specialty stuff like an addition or move walls or, or have somebody to come in and give you advice on how to make it look the way you want to make it look. Yeah, yeah, and and already also it's it's one of those pier and beam houses. It's not like a foundation. Is is uh -huh. that a thing too? Do you do that in your company or? Oh yeah, is, absolutely. Yeah. Pier and beam, block and base, much, concrete slabs. Okay. Do you have any idea how much it would cost to level a house? Of course, you know it's like this imaginary house you can't see. Uh. You know, it, it'll cost anywhere from $2,000 on up, and it really okay. depends on what has to be done. If the perimeter concrete beam is good and doesn't need any underpinning on it, adjusting the middle part is relatively inexpensive. Wow, and I don't even know if there's one of those concrete beam things that you just said. I don't, yeah, and if it doesn't have, and, and quite frankly, homes built in the 20s, a lot of mm -hmm. them are just block and base. There is no perimeter concrete beam. Uh, those, yeah. as long as they're not down on the ground, are usually not, not all that expensive yeah. to to level. Oh, good. Good. Alrighty, that makes me feel better, yeah, because I have a little money and I'd like to start, but I just didn't know exactly where. So, my cousin's an electrician. So oh, Diana, I got to tell no? you, though, it, when you start tearing into a house built in the 20s, a little money doesn't go very far. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, and I guess I just want to make it okay, but I don't know that yeah. it's worth it to throw my whole money into it. But it, you, you know, it, you just have to look at what you want to do with it, and you'll find that it probably won't be as bad as you thought. Now, one thing okay. I would tell you that I would really take a look at on a house built in that time frame: there's no insulation in the walls. Yeah, and it's kind of one worth of the yeah, and if you will take a look. Uh, at, at getting some uh, insulation for the walls, mm -hmm. that can make a huge difference on your utility bills. Oh, great. There yeah, is a foam. Uh, there's a mm -hmm. foam that they can inject into the wall. It's a non-expansive wall foam insulation. Um, oh. oh. Let me see. I think I, got, I may have their information here with me. But uh, I, I would really recommend you take a look at that as, as one of the items that you do to the house. For no okay. other reason, Home Slate is the name of it. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, the, the siding on the house is, um, what, what would they call that, clapboard or something? Those overlaying boards? I'm not positive. But um, when somebody was going to paint it for me one time, they uh -huh. said all those boards would have to be sealed. And I was thinking, hmm, you know, each single one of them would have to 
be sealed. And I was wondering if that would do something to when you're trying to insulate. No, not at no, all. That would have any. Uh-uh. Okay. No. All righty. All righty. And um, what did you say the name of that company was that I should check with? Homesolate. Home Homesolate. Do you know how? Do you know how to spell that? Yeah. It's or, uh, a good guess. Yeah. H O M E S U L A T E. Okay. Dot com is their website, and the phone number is 866-994-3626. And that's uh, homesolate.com. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much. Have a Merry Christmas. You too. Merry Christmas to you too and your whole family. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Texas Home Improvement. Last Christmas, I gave you some parts to fix all my faucets and cut all my wires. This year, to save me some cash, I'll give to you something. Christmas from Texas Home Improvement. Here's more with Jim Dutton. Welcome back. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Let's head straight back into the calls. Barbara, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. My uh, painter did a lovely job on my new home, but he used caulk that shrank and every piece of woodwork in my whole house. And all the trim has a gap, a 32nd of an inch, 30 you know, all around it, and some of them are hair-like, and some of them are, you know, a 32nd, 64th of an inch. There's got to be a trick to caulking something that small, because if I use a caulking gun, I'm just going to waste all the caulk. I'm going to put a quarter-inch bead on there, and then I'm going to wipe it down, wipe it all off again. Yep, and you're going to waste all the caulk. Yeah. That is the trick. There really is not a way to... To do that, that small of uh, of a line, uh, and you said this is a new house, right? Relatively new. It's long. It's old enough at all. The trim is cracked off, popped off. Okay. How old a house is it? Uh, four years. Okay. I've been living with it a while. Can't yeah. Change. Well, chances are it really probably wasn't the caulking that he used as much as the wood shrinking. When a when a house is brand new, it's not unusual for all the, the wood trim and doors and all that stuff to shrink just a little bit. Right. It breaks those seals, and that's what it looks like is that the caulking was bad. It's yeah. just going to have to be recaulked and, and touched up on the paint in order to, to take care of it. Yeah. Barbara, that that music means that I am totally out of time for this hour. i got another hour of Texas Home Improvement coming up. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. That's the number to call, 713-212-5874. And, Ken, you did just that, so welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you? Oh, hi, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. I just called to give uh, some credit to America's Choice Windows. 
they uh, came out after my 70s townhome flooded over Memorial Day, and uh, it turns out uh, when I remodeled the townhome in 2012 and used one of their overpriced and overrated competitors that the uh, doors were not installed properly and the bottoms of the panes were pierced with screws, it looked like. Oh. And so when it flooded, the panes filled up with flood water, and all three of my sliding glass doors turned into, I guess, mold petri dishes. Yep. <laughs> so uh, after hear, remembering hearing uh, a lady from Galveston uh, go on and on about what a good job Trey and his crew did for her home in Galveston, I decided to call him and uh, have him come out and replace those three sliding glass doors. And I had also had trouble with those doors leaking uh the the when i remodeled in 2012 the first time they installed them two out of the three doors leaked and i called them out and they came and reset the doors and they i guess got the leakage down a bit but they always still leaked after that and so i told him i was sensitive to the doors leaking because i had put in hand scraped bamboo floors that uh mm ended up messing up a couple of the planks from the leaking sliding glass doors. And so he, he said we would take extra precaution to make sure the doors are sealed properly. And uh, after he installed them, a couple, I believe, month, month or so later, we had uh, another big rain, I believe eight or nine inches. The doors did not leak a drop. They have been performing perfectly. And I, of course, looked down, and the bottoms of the panes were not pierced with screws, so that looked okay. You mean America's Choice did it the way it's supposed to be? <laughs> the first time, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I believe, actually, they're better quality doors. I, uh, another problem with the old doors, they had a, a vinyl tracks, and mm-hmm. one of the doors would get some sun exposure throughout the day, and that vinyl track was starting to warp already in three years from the sun exposure and i noticed his doors have aluminum tracks and so i believe they will stand up much better to sun exposure well that's great so i just wanted everyone to know that he did a fantastic job and about 40 percent less than what i paid in 2012 to get them done so happy with the price the installation the customer service everything it's all been a plus well, and that's what I try to tell people. You know, they they think that because America's Choice windows are are less expensive that it's not going to be quality stuff. But he has high end product just at a great price. Yes, it's it's uh, they they look more secure. He, his the old doors only had the uh, foot operated lock and then the latch at the handle, and his have an extra lock that resembles, I guess, a deadbolt for a, yep. a normal door. And so that adds a, another layer of security. So, yes, they've uh, it was, it's, it's a fantastic product to use. Well, Ken, I appreciate you taking time and holding as long as you did to uh, tell us about that. And I want to uh, thank you for doing business with our sponsors and wish you a Merry Christmas. You too, Jim. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Yeah, America's Choice Windows does a great job. And if if you're looking for replacement windows, their number is 713-482-8900.
0-2. And I, I just, it, it would be wrong of me not to put their phone number out after a great call like that. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. Tim, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Yes, sir. i got a question for you. It's about a roof. Okay. Uh, well, also, happy, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Safe New Year for you. Get that. You as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got a the part of the roof I'm talking about. It's very steep, so it's like uh, 60, 70 degrees uh, part of the roof. And uh, brand new, I'm looking at one of the stack vents that come up, and it's the way it looks like they put the lead flange just right on top of the shingles. When I looked at all the other uh, flanges around the whole neighborhood and everything, there's usually a a uh, shingle covering where the nail holes are. In addition, you just see the lead flange sitting there and the nails going through it right on top of the shingles. And I asked, and they said, oh, at that steep of a roof, the nails could never leak. And I'm sure we're going to hear something about the sealant and the lead. And all. But is that a – shouldn't they always – the shingle cover over the nail when you have a flange like it, even if it's a steep roof? Even if it's a steep roof, the shingles should be on the t- at the at minimum the top side uh-huh. of the of where the stack is coming through. So you should not see that flange on the top side. You might see a little bit of it on the bottom side, but no, yeah, you sh- it should not high. be exposed. Both sides are totally. It's just like the whole thing is totally open. It's like they nailed it. You can just see the nails. Somebody down. forgot to put the darn thing in, and then they shingled yep. it and just slid it over the top. Uh, that's what I thought they think. The other question is, it's kind of a uh, semi-hypothetical. If you have an east, uh, north-south roof, you got east side, west side, you got your soft vents. And let's say you have enough soft vents, let's say 60% of the soft vents can go on one side or the other. Would you want, this is just what I have, you, do you want more soft vents on the hot side of the roof, the west side, that will make the airflow come up through there and through your ridge vent? Or would you want it on the east side where you get the cooler air? Because you know, then that would pull up. I just, I was just kind of asking that question, and I'll let you answer. <laughs> well, you really would want it even on both sides. Okay. But if you're gonna end up with it heavier on one side than the other, make it heavier on the hot side. And the main okay. reason for that, that's the side where the shingles are going to get hotter. And so, yeah. even though it's warmer air going in. It's still taking hotter air out. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Hey, enjoy hey. the show. You learn a lot. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Lee, this is Jim. What can I do for you? Yes. Thanks for taking my call, Jim. Merry Christmas to you. You as well. I have an attic fan that's right in the center of my house. And that was time when I would have about four or five windows, and I hit that switch, and I could have my house out right quick. Now those louvers don't open. I, I climbed up in there, and I put another belt on it. I cleaned the pan belt. The louvers, I hit it now, and the louvers don't open. What did I do wrong? Well, the blades are, and everything are still turning, right? Right. Okay. It's really not in the belt then. Uh, you know, the, the way those louvers, and I'm, a, I'm just – Going off the the basic ones, typically the way they work is the airflow itself pulls the louvers open. Okay. And so there's not anything mechanical that moves those louvers. Now, on some of them there was, but the majority of them it's just airflow. And so if that's the case, 
it's probably just build up over the years of it can even be insulation or just dust or grease or something has made the louver start sticking. Okay. And so the first thing I would do is reach up there and try to move them by hand to see if I can free them up. Okay. If I can, I'm going to start looking at the edges where the, where the basically hinge is, you know, where where the louver turns. Right. And start cleaning those areas. Okay. Uh, going to sound silly, but if it's got buildup on it, WD-40 will clean it quite well. The problem with it is, though, it also will attract dust and stuff to build up quicker. So you can use it to clean it, but then make sure you wipe everything off. Okay. Okay. Okay, well, Jim, I, I appreciate you taking Have a good New Year and all that good stuff, okay? You bet, and Merry Christmas to you as well. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. Also, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com. There you'll find links to you know all the different sponsors you hear me talk about, people who can truly help you out with your problems. And... You can sign up for our newsletter. Now, the newsletter goes out every other week. There's a spot on the upper right-hand corner. It kind of looks like a little turned-down page that you can click on to sign up for the newsletter that goes out, as well as our membership site. And the membership site gives you 24 hours, seven days a week, ability to shoot an email directly to me. And I answer those emails myself. You shoot it to me at 2 in the morning, I'm probably not going to answer it at that time. But I do take care of answering all those emails myself. No staff members or anything like that to do that. So, again, that's all available at THI Pro. Two hundred and fifty strands of light. I told you you had too many plugs in one outlet. Merry Christmas from Texas Home Improvement. Here's more with Jim Dutton. And welcome back. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Sunburst Shutters. You won't find better shutters for your home. Go to sunburstshutters.com. All righty, let's get ready and head back into the calls at 713-212-5874. Debbie, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Hi, um, Jim. I have a question for you about wood flooring. I have a concrete slab foundation, and... um, I've been looking at some beautiful solid wood flooring, but I've been reading that maybe you should use engineered flooring instead of the solid wood flooring. Um, I don't think I have a moisture issue on my floor, but I was just wondering, and I figured that you would probably have a good answer for that. Well, are you going to try to glue it down, or are you going to use a floating floor, or how are you going to install it? I was thinking that if I glued it down, it would be more solid and secure. Okay. I'm not a fan of the glue-down floors Oh, okay. in, in our climate. And the main reason is, even though you don't think you have a moisture problem, uh-huh. when we get these heavy torrential rains, concrete is porous and moisture does tend to come up through the concrete. And okay. the glue can get loose and then you start walking across, across your floor and it, it makes that tacky sound, you know. Um, okay. So I like the nail down or floating wood floor. And okay. the main well, reason you is you can put a concrete? 
Well, they they can actually put a, a moisture barrier down first and then attach plywood down and and nail the floor down to that. Oh, okay. All right. And um, I guess I have, still have another flooring question for you, and that is upstairs. Um, our um, our floor is made up of diagonally laid two-by-sixes. Okay. And um, when we bought our home 20 years ago, they said that that was actually a better construction um, job than, you know, just putting down the plywood sheets or the chipboard sheets or whatever right. they are. So the only thing is I have, I mean, if you walk across my carpet upstairs, it's like there are dips and because those boards warped. So I know that if I put wood upstairs, I'm going to have to put something on top of those boards. And I didn't know if I need to try to level it out, fill in the spaces like the dips, or if just put, you know, like if you use thick enough plywood upstairs, if that would, you know. If you used a, a heavy plywood up there, what, it would what, actually be fine. What thickness depth would you use for that? Probably a three-quarter three-quarter okay yeah now i will tell you though if you're using a heavy wood floor you probably wouldn't have to do anything else either okay all right and so oh back to downstairs so if i if i ended up doing the moisture barrier then would you use the solid wood and not worry about the engineered hardwood i would i mean i I love the solid wood floors i have some engineered wood floors in my home uh-huh. And they're nice. Don't get me wrong, but you can't yeah, beat those solid wood floors. Yeah, I have some there on my entry. I have some in my entryway right now that's been there for 20 years, and it's yeah. glued down, and I haven't had any trouble with it at all. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. And, Go buy floor and decor. Oh, that's where I've been looking. Yeah, they, they they've got just a great selection. Floors. Yeah, they do. Um one one other thing is like on my if it's okay one other sure. thing is like on my stairwell my the the boards are so short it's like my whole foot doesn't even fit on the yeah. step on the treads so, yeah yeah so um i was thinking well if i you know redo all this flooring i might like to kind of redo that too but i think that there's probably some kind of a code you have to go by for treads there is. Right. Okay. Yeah, but um, how much overhang do you have on your treads? Uh, are they overhanging the the backstop? Um, no, there's no, there's no. Well, I have to think about it. I'm not at my house right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think it just. I don't think there's much of an overhang at all. Well, you could widen that then a little bit by giving it like an inch, inch and a quarter inch and a half overhang. Okay. And All you right. can buy regular wood treads to where you, yeah, if, if they've got a tread on there, you just take off what's on there and, and put the new ones on. Uh, I did that in my house. I had carpet on the steps when I bought my house. I took all uh-huh. that off and I put the wood tread on there. I love that much better. Yeah, I think I like that too. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you you helping me out. Oh, and and one um, just a praise for your company. Y'all came out and did a root dam for me. And, yeah, root barrier. Uh, mm-hmm. 
yeah, root barrier. And uh, those guys, they were quick. They did a great job. It didn't, my yard didn't look like patchwork when they got through or anything. It, it looked uh, really nice. They did a great hard job. Hard workers, aren't they? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, Debbie, so, you th- thank you very much for that compliment, and you have a Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And we're going to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather here on KTRH. We'll be back with more calls, 713-212-5874. This is Texas Home Improvement. That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. Here's Jim Dutton. Welcome back. You know, if you miss any of the show, be sure to check out our podcast. It's available on iTunes or click the SoundCloud icon on THIPro.com. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. Let's talk with Wesley in College Station. How are you today? Uh, my question was, I got a, a metal roof. I, I, we just moved into this house, and, and there's a, a leak around a vent pipe, and um, it, it looks like that pipe cover sits on top of the roof. So I was wondering what I could use to seal it. And, okay. Uh, Do the shingles come? You said you got a metal roof, so that, yeah, the pipe, the, the cover sits down on top of the metal then? Yes. Okay. They make a regular... Um, roof sealant comes in a caulking tube that you can go up there and seal around that with. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's basically just a tar-based product. Okay. You really and don't want to use the siliconized stuff because it, it the, the sun is just so brutal up there. Right, right. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to be putting in uh, uh, an exhaust vent for my uh-huh. uh, kitchen fan over the vent hood because they never put one and there was a lot of grease built up on the cabinets and and yeah and uh i was wondering uh should i use like the same thing to seal around that vent as well or yes yeah it'll come through and you'll have a boot that goes over the top of it and then you seal that boot down onto the metal roof okay all right i appreciate it all righty wesley you take care have a merry christmas you too 713-212-5874. 713-212-5874. Darwin, welcome to KTRH. Thank you, sir. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Uh, it just keeps on getting better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my question is, I've got, I wanna, uh, I've got a, a concrete patio, and it's not covered, and that was my question, was what is the best way to go about that? Um, I, my thought was, uh, to, to line, uh, line the edge of the patio with, uh, cinder block and put, post it out of the cinder block, or would I be better off to dig the posts and concrete the posts in? Well, you can actually set the post on the concrete, you know, without the cinder blocks and they make some L brackets that you can get that would screw into the post and down into the concrete. Oh, okay. And 
what I would recommend is keep the post, use those uh, brackets, but keep the post up off the concrete about a half inch to three quarters of an inch. Right. Because that way when it rains and any water does get on the concrete, it doesn't start soaking in and rotting the bottom of the post out. Right. I, I was wondering, should I put something to space them up or should I just leave it like a, an airspace? Just an airspace. Okay. All right. Um uh, well, all right, great. Uh, as far as the roofing, I could I could just go with like a, a, a corrugated tin or. or yeah, uh, really, whatever you whatever you want to do, and I'm assuming you're going to be tying in at the fascia board. Yes. Sir. Okay, uh, and then is it a shingle roof? Yes, it is. Okay, make sure then you get some flashing that goes up under the shingles and okay. comes out over your roofing material on the deck. That'll keep you from getting water that backs up and runs down and rots out the fascia boards and everything. Oh, okay. All right. That ought to do it then, sir. I appreciate that very much. Not a problem. I'll give you one other thing that I would do if I was putting one up. If you're going to use a a corrugated metal or any type of metal up there, uh, get some radiant paint. Okay. And and paint the underside or a foil radiant barrier to put up there because that metal in the sun is going to get extremely hot and it radiates that heat down through it. And, you know, the original, most people have heard about radiant barrier paint for the roof decks, but that was originally actually developed for military use inside of military containers, steel containers and uh, transport vehicles and stuff like that to minimize the heat buildup inside those vehicles. Oh, okay. And oh, so okay. that'll help keep it more comfortable underneath your patio cover. Great. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. You bet. Take care, Darwin. Have a good day, sir. Yep. Bye-bye. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Dean. Welcome to KTRH. Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Listen, I was calling. I got a 30-year-old house, and I've got the original HVAC system. And needless to say, it's shot. I need to replace the whole system. Uh, so I've been, before I called in any uh, contractors, I kind of got to do my homework, figure out what brands might be best. And um, I know American Standard. Uh, and train, I believe, are branded the same. But I ran across this brand I think they make in Houston called Dankin or something like that. They make uh-huh. Goodman and, and is that and it looks like Goodman is a lower end coming off that line and supposedly according it's, to what I'm reading. Yeah, it's bottom end better. stuff. Is is that is that Dankin if I'm saying around, is that a decent unit or it's, I am I'm not sure about it. You know, I read I read pros and cons about it, but I read that about every make. Sure. It's not a make I would put in my house. I'll tell you up front, if I was going to put air conditioning in my house, I'm going to stick to American Standard, Train, Carrier, Lennox, the upper brands. And I'll tell you why. Those are the ones that you're going to get another 20, 30 years out of the unit. When you put the lower-end units in, Granted, they're going to cool. They're going to do exactly what they're supposed to do, but they don't have the life span in them that the higher end units do. Okay, now I've, I've got a twenty five hundred square foot 
two story house and it's old, so they have one unit instead of two. Is that I'm reading about a two stage or two cycle units? Is that worth the extra money? You know, it, it depends on who you talk to, but if you like comfort and you want to really control the humid humidity in the home, absolutely, mm-hmm. it's worth that extra money. Uh, I I put one in uh, my place in Pasadena. And you just, with those dual speed blowers and fans and all that, compressors, you just don't even hear it running, and it is so comfortable. Uh, give, give my company a call, Do West Air Conditioning, mm-hmm. and we'd be more than happy to come out, take a look, and give you a price. Okay, we'll do that. I appreciate your uh, information. All righty. Take care. Okay. You have a good night. Merry Christmas from your total home improvement source and Jim Dutton. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get 10 windows for just thirty six eighty, and these again, these are high quality windows. They're going to do a great job for you. I have them in my house. You'll love them. Uh, really, they look great. They function great. And the reason they're the same windows a lot of companies are out there trying to sell for eight, nine hundred, twelve hundred dollars a piece. Ten of them, thirty six eighty, America's Choice windows. Alrighty, 713-212-5874. I know this is the time of year a lot of people go traveling, and a lot of people went traveling for Thanksgiving. We got Christmas coming up, and between Christmas and New Year's, I mean, a lot of people are gone for the week. If you leave, shut the water off to the house. You don't need a pipe breaking, or if we get bad weather like we did, I don't know, 30 years ago, where a pipe freezes, You don't need it thawing out and flooding the house. Why take the chances? It's too easy to just turn a valve and shut the water off to the house. When you do that, shut the water heater off as well so you don't burn it out. Have your newspaper canceled or temporarily suspended, whatever you want to call it, or have a neighbor kid pick it up, but don't leave the newspapers pile up in the driveway. Have the mail postponed. Not everybody needs to know that you're gone. I always like to you know, tell people, put some lights on a timer so they come on and off and stuff. And, and yeah, if you do that, the same lights night after night, uh, let's face it, the crooks are going to know what you're up to. But that doesn't mean that on a short-term basis, like if you're gone for just a week, that it won't work. So go ahead and have it set where the lights come on and off. These are all things just to protect your home while you're gone. Unplug unnecessary electrical items. Now, I know some people tell you just shut the breakers off to the house, but let's face it, you got to keep the refrigerator going and, and stuff like that. But all these power cords we have plugged in, even though uh, like for charging the cell phone and stuff, they use electricity. It's not a lot. I would never tell you it's a bunch. But if you're not going to be using the darn thing, why leave it plugged in? Why take any risk anyways? So unplug the stuff. And, of course, make sure your hose bibs and all that is 
covered up. Now, I had one guy ask me once, um, when he shuts the water off, should he go inside and turn the faucets on to drain the pipes? I, I, w- I personally wouldn't worry about that because even if something does break, the amount of pressure and water that's in the line is so minimal, it's really not going to cause you any problem. So I wouldn't worry about doing that. Just shut the valve off and, and be done with it. Anyways, just some tidbits of information. One other thing, it's that time of year where we're firing up the fireplace. And if you're going to start using your fireplace, make sure it's cleaned out. You know, especially if you've had foundation movement and stuff, you want to make sure that the chimney is still working properly. But for every, usually for every two cords of wood that we burn through the fireplace, we ought to have the fireplace cleaned the chimney cleaned and the main reason that's critical is the soot that builds up in there is flammable and so when it gets built up so far it's kind of like a a grease fire it just all of a sudden poof catches on fire and if you you have any gaps or cracks or anything in the chimney it can get into the wood most fireplaces are not true fireplaces nowadays the old brick ones where it was you know the the clay flue going up and solid brick on the outside of it and all that. They didn't have these big problems. Granted, yeah, you could get an issue with them, but nowadays, because we just got the metal pipe going up in most of them, and then it's two by four studs around it, we are a little more susceptible to these fires. And I, I wouldn't, I would never tell you don't use the fireplace because I like using mine, but. Check it out. Make sure it's being kept clean and being maintained prior to using it. And watch what you burn in it for wood. And the reason I say that, different woods are going to put off more oils. A good oak is the best thing to be using. You, you know, it's, it's, That's going to minimize the stuff. But you don't want to use woods like pines and, and, and all these soft woods because that just really puts out way too much buildup that you got to take care of later. So it's just a safety tip. Don't burn the house down to have the nice fire going in the fireplace. Uh, and don't overdo the fireplace. You, you know, you're not trying to heat the entire house with it. You're only trying to typically put it on, yeah, to warm the one room up and just make – you're looking for aesthetics, you know, visual – not so much for the heat that's coming out of it. Let's face it, most of the time we light the fireplace and the next thing we got to do is turn the air conditioner on anyways because it just doesn't get that cold here. So don't build the fire up so big that you're melting stuff because, again, it's just a metal firebox and a metal pipe going out the roof in most homes. You overheat it, that stuff can bend and warp and actually start leaking on you. So just one of those tidbits of information to Maintain your home. And if you do all that, it saves you a lot of money in the long run. Now, you know, one of the nicest things to do if you just want it for visual effects, if you got gas to it, put the fake gas logs in there. They actually look real good nowadays, easy to use, and you can use it in warmer weather than you can a real fire. All right, we'll be back in a moment with more Texas Home Improvement. the 
Texas Home Improvement Ho Ho Hotline. For a list of good cuss words to say when you blow a circuit, press 1. For tips on getting your inebriated grandpa off the roof, press 2. Or leaving your Christmas decorations up all year, come down here and let me slap the out of you. And thanks for listening to Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion is made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185 or visit guardianroofsystems.com. All righty, I really don't have time to take any more calls. I do want to tell you, if you need help during the week, by all means, go to our website, thipro.com. There you'll find links to all the different sponsors you hear me talk about. There's a place to sign up for our newsletter. There's a place where you can click on to join us on Facebook, just Twitter, you know, just all the things that are available out there, all available at thipro.com. And it's just a helpful resource for you Monday through Sunday, actually all week long, whether I'm on the radio or not, because, uh, THIPro.com was developed to be there 24-7. Have a great weekend. Look forward to talking to you again next weekend right here on 740 KTRH.